welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. We want to do a quick shout out to Amarillo, Texas. Texas. All right. Yay, Texas. Yay, Texas. Thank you so much Texas. for, Texas. yes, downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. We are so excited. And, you know, we have cool news. Like on Apple Podcast, we, we are, are number fifty, one hundred and fifty in, in the nation on the in the uh, yeah. religion section, and I'm excited about that. So, thank you to our listeners that are listening to us, helping us yes. grow. We definitely want to spread God's word and the love of Jesus, and how to um, help marriages be strong and. Um, mental health issues, how, how to help you circumnavigate those things, as well as, you know, biblical studies and biblical mm-hmm. characters and how to tie those, their situations into your life. So we're just so tickled that y'all are listening with us and are on the journey. Do make sure that you check out our Etsy store. Uh, we do have merchandise. We have some Grace in the Shadows t-shirts and sweatshirts. We have some coffee mugs. Yes. Yes. Nice stuff. And some other things that go along with different scriptures and such. So please do check us out. Uh, those links are in our show notes. Um, also, you can check our website out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can email us, Dr. Jonathan, at graceintheshadowsor.org, or you can text or call 251-244-4645. So please reach out. And what kind of facts do you have for us weird today? Weird today. You got some weird facts. All right. Most toilets flush in E-flat. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Is he, I don't know much about music. E-flat, well, E flat, um, it's a bit on the. Well, I mean, it depends on where in the piano you are. Um, e flat, I think, would be like in a higher. Oh. I wish Gabriel was here. We could ask him, but yeah. he's, he's not here. He's a musical person. Hmm. So E flat, I'm gonna have to like find that tune and now flush the toilet now. Thinking about that every time I flush Ooh. the toilet. Yes. What sound are we going? What if ours is on that? <laughs> okay, that is unusual. Yeah, All right. choking to death. Okay, what else you got? Uh, Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. <gasps> That's useless information. But you know, I used to love Captain Crunch. It is good. It was good. My mom didn't buy buy it for me a lot because it was a lot of sugar, and it was a little on like the greasy side. Mm-hmm. But mercy, it was good. Do they still make Captain Crunch? Yeah. Oh, we might have to get a box and just have some nostalgia and eat it together. That could be a cool weekend treat. I don't know what it is about toilets. But the next one's about <laughs> toilets again. Maybe it has something to do with Captain Crunch. Maybe it's subconscious. <laughs> You're throwing Captain Crunch in the middle there. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe okay. You, yeah. All right. Approximately okay. 40,000 Americans are injured by toilets each year. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't even want to know. How many people? 40,000. That's a pretty... I guess maybe moving them or working on them or maybe tripping over... How do you trip over a toilet? I guess you could. Or slipping uh, well, you know off. me as, as clumsy as I am, I would find a way. I never have, though, thank goodness. So I'm hopefully not going to be starting now. Okay, that was uh, very interesting there, Dr. J. Mm-hmm. All right, you got one more? Sean Connery wore a toupee. In all James Bond movies. Wait a minute. I had heard that. That really hurts my feeling because I'm a James Bond fan. He did not. He, he couldn't have. He did. He did. Oh, he did. Sean. Yeah. Well, and then he just finally embraced the baldness and embraced, you know, the white hair. 
you know, and just went with it. And everybody still thought he was handsome and a good actor. So, yeah. Okay. They had to stick it on Gagos, all the, the scenes that he had to do, you know. For, or I wonder if he had a stunt double. Oh, I'm sure he had a stunt He double. probably yeah. did. Yeah. All right. So what's our topic today? We're talking about a character study, a man named Abraham. Ah, uh, Abraham. Father Abraham. And many, many songs. songs. I used to know that yeah. song. Yes. But Abraham is an interesting character. Uh, you know, God created man in his image, and mm-hmm. uh, they had the fall in the garden. Yes. Yes. Humanity turned completely away from God in a fallen state. Mm -hmm. Um, It got so wicked, God destroyed them by flood, except for eight people, Noah and his family. Yes. Uh, Once again, they're turning away from God. Mm -hmm. Tower of Babel came. Mm -hmm. Uh, They wanted to build a tower that would connect to heaven. Right. Uh, Probably dimensionally, probably uh, uh, not literally, but uh, Mm -hmm. dimensionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and God confused their language because they disobeyed or did not, um, you know, spread out across the world, right. populating the earth. Yes. And so now God always has a remnant. He does. Small. Small. But, yeah. But a he remnant. A remnant. Yeah. He does have a remnant. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and Abram. It starts mm-hmm. off, his name is Abram, beginning. Yes. And then God changed it later. Mm-hmm. And his his wife was Sarai. 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 I've heard it said different ways, yeah. And then later it was Sarah. So, yeah. Abram's name mm-hmm. means the father is exalted. Right. Okay. Uh, his name will be changed later mm-hmm. to Abraham, which means the father of many. Right. A multitude. Yes. Uh, and so it's very interesting because God chose Abraham. Abraham was in a pagan place. He was definitely in a pagan place, yes. He. Probably, you know, tradition says he was into, he was a very wealthy person. Yes. Highly educated person. Right. Uh, he worshipped many false gods. Mm. Um, and he, he was located around in a, a place called Ur. Okay. Yes. And uh, modern day Iraq. Ah. Um, as a matter of fact, during the Iraq war, there were a lot of... Uh, monuments and things that were associated with Abraham. Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah. that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, lots of, uh, lots of it was damaged. In uh, yeah. But, uh, sure. Very interesting. Cool. So God calls Abram mm-hmm. to leave his home. Yeah. We, we actually have had a few experiences like that. I mean, you know, uh, used to, I taught Christian school and I, that would be when we would have a, a study on Abraham. I would ask everybody, how would you feel if God came to you and told you to pack all your things up and all your animals and all your family and just go and you didn't know where you're going? How would you feel? But I feel like God's kind of done that to us before. And we packed up our family and our dog and, and, you know, we moved to Raleigh that time and we didn't really know what we were going to do or what, you know, what God was going to do with us. And it was a little daunting, a little scary. Um, so I, I can imagine, like you had a job, but I didn't have a job. And, and it was a lot of uncertainty. So I kind of can identify with how Abraham probably felt. He probably said, are you sure? <laughs> and this guy had a lot of money. Yeah. He was probably the Bill Gates of that generation. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure, but he had a lot of money. He had well, a lot of stuff. A lot of animals, yeah. you know. Family. Family. Connections. Yeah. And and back then they all kind of lived together. And um he mm-hmm. would it would have been a big ordeal. And 
it doesn't say how God communicated. If it, no. we know he did have some mm-hmm. physical contact uh, with seeing God. Right. And talking to God face to face. Somehow, yeah. Uh, well, and I'm sure you're going to, you'll probably bring this up later, but it's interesting that after God has this conversation with him, you never hear about him worshiping any other gods. He doesn't because he saw the true God. Yeah. Uh, whether it was an angel speaking, whether right. it was a vision, or whether it was a, 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 a what I'd say a pre-incarnation right. of Jesus. Yeah. He saw the true God, and he was a changed man, and he never turned back. He never looked back. I mean, Just, once you get yeah. the truth, you don't want anything fake. That is true. And and once God tells you, pack up all your stuff and move out, you do it. And that's what he did. So go ahead and read right here. This is... Uh, Uh, Genesis 12, start with one and read on down. All right. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you. I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went. As the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah of Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. So Abram did not. Well, Lord, let me pray over this and think about it. (laughs) Let me go consult Uh, with some people. I'm going to miss my relatives. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. You know, this is going to break off some business deals. (laughs) I mean, this had to be a radical thing. Well, definitely. I bet people probably talked about him like they talked about Noah when he was building the ark. They probably thought he was uh, lost his marbles. Yeah. But he didn't argue with God. He just packed all his stuff and left. And he was uh, was an older man. He was an older man. He was 75. That gives hope to us older people. Absolutely. We're not that old. No. No. But yeah, I mean, and to see that he did it without hesitation. And that's how we should be with God. We should follow him without hesitation. Um, It's very important to do that, I think. And he took Sarai, his wife, Mm -hmm. but he brought Lot. Mm, His nephew. And that really, he wasn't told to do that. Well, yeah. And and, uh, if you study Abram, Abraham, you see later that that did cause some issues. And he... Abraham, Abraham, lest we think that we make him something that he wasn't, especially at the beginning. Oh, yeah. He was a rascal. Uh, he, he he was a rascal, and yeah. he struggled. He did struggle. I mean, he did some lies. He did some things, but God still used him and brought the nation of Israel out of him. So it says, to your offspring, I will mm-hmm. give this land. Yeah. And, you know, he's talking to the Jews. Right which is Israel, the nation of Israel. And at the time, 75, he didn't have any offspring. He didn't have any. Nope. None, zero, zilch. Nope. Yep. And he wouldn't have any for a while. Or a very long while. So everybody begins to question God. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's interesting because he says he's going to be a blessing to all nations. Yeah. The three main religions in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know what they are? Islam. Um, Islam. Judaism and Christianity. Okay. And all three claim him as the father. Really? 
Isn't that awesome? The Word of God is, this was written. I didn't realize Islam. 5,000 years ago. True. God's word does mm-hmm. not is is right on accurate. Well, he's a historical figure. He actually happened. I mean, that shows another reason why it shows the Bible's true. But Abram wasn't perfect. I want to read you a couple things mm-hmm. um, of Abraham really lacking some faith. He failed <laughs> a lot of tests. He did, and that makes me feel better. Go ahead and I'm read. glad that God put didn't put perfect people in the Bible. You know, it makes me feel a lot. Better. It does make me feel a lot better. All right. So I'm reading Genesis 12, 10 through 20. Yeah. Now there was a famine in the land and Abram went down to Egypt to dwell there for the famine was severe in the land. And it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt that he said to Sarah, his wife, indeed, I know that you're a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say that that this is his wife and they will kill me and they will let you live. Please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and that I may live because of you. So it was when Abram came to Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. The princes of Pharaoh also saw her and commended her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. He had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female servants, female donkeys and camels. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh in his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here's your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commended his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. And, you know, he did this twice. Because of time's sake, I'm not going to read. We're not going to read both of them. Right. It happens twice. But he did this again (laughs) to the king of Gerar. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 it goes down as he hits Isaac, his next son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what he, Isaac did? <laughs> he did the same. He's a chip off the old block. Yeah, he was. He did the same thing. You know, I mean, we can't we can't be too hard on Abram because we've we've done the same thing in our lives. You know, we think, oh, God's not going to take care of me, so I got to take care of myself. And we do things like this, which, I mean, I'm not saying it's okay because it's not okay. He lied. It was wrong. Um, But he was afraid. And a lot of times we do things like that, irrational things when we are afraid. But you know what's so cool is God still loves us and takes care of us. That's why it's grace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we would have probably done, I mean, this probably would have done, I mean, because he was scared of death. Well, yeah. And even though he saw God. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 lack faith. Oh, I know I do. Yeah, I know I do definitely every day. So a lot of our failures and our struggles are passed down to children. Well, yeah, and the Bible shows that very very uh, yes, very very clearly. Definitely. And you know, she was a beautiful woman, and he was scared that they would kill him and And take her sister. Yeah, she was. Yep. And so he was scared that they would kill him and take her. And all his things. But, you know, God had told him, go to the land. He's going to make a nation from him. But he probably forgot that at that time. So when God calls us, we have to be careful not to do it our way. Sometimes we don't want to rely on him and we want to rely on our own flesh. That is so true. And we want to help him. He doesn't need our help. That's right. right. He does not need our help, but we want to try. 
So there was a day that he was sitting out there and he really, really uh, wanted some children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God said, Abram, mm-hmm. look up at the stars. Right. Because he was questioning God. He yeah. was. He's like, God, you, you've said that, you know, you're going to make a nation from me, but we're, I don't have any kids. He said, I'm going to give you more children than the stars in the sky. That's right. The sand on the seashore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has. Yep. He has. Yep, definitely. Well, there's three guests that come. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read this in Genesis 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham. Now he's, now he's changed his name, so it's Abraham, near the great trees of Mamre, while he was sitting at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under the tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three seahs of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who turned it hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before him. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where's your wife, Sarah? They asked him. They're in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself. She thought, after I am worn out and and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why does Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, as she had said, I did not laugh. But he said, yes, she did laugh. So do you know, he was talking to the triune God. He was talking, yes. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's right. In a pre-incarnate persona. And he had to know that this was somebody special, just the way he handled himself. Because you see, sometimes it's singular, sometimes it was plural. Yes. So, you know. And and the, once again, you have that doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, Sarah laughing. Right. You know, you know what their son's name will be? Laugh. Isaac. Isaac. Which means laughter. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Abraham was acquainted with the Lord and he would instantly recognize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Several occasions he saw the Lord. Uh, yes. Genesis 12, when God first called him. Yes. Uh, in Genesis 13, when Abraham parted ways with Lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Genesis 14, 18 through 20, mm-hmm. Melchizedek, I believe Melchizedek was a pre-incarnate, pre-incarnate Christ. Christ. Yes. When God made a covenant with him in Genesis 15 and yes. when God restated his covenant in Genesis 17. Yeah. So Abram had some experience with God. He did. He definitely did. Yes. So how many of his tests do you think he failed so far? All of them. <laughs> and God still loved him and God still used him. Because it was by grace. Yes. Yes. And it gives hope to people that feel that they're too old or that they're not able or their life's falling apart. Right. Yeah. When people want to throw in the towel, God's not finished. Right. Well, God's not finished with us until we draw our last breath. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
we've got to be open to that and open to his leading and listening for his voice. Do you know that he did it again now? He did it again. He wanted to have his son and he wanted to do it his way. Yeah. And Sarah, Sarah, wanted mm-hmm. to really uh, help him out. So she said, Hey, I can't have kids. <laughs> so go sleep with my uh, maiden, my the Egyptian woman. Yeah. Service. She Hagar. was trying to help God out. And Abraham fought it and didn't mm-hmm. you know. He mm-hmm. went right ahead and did it. He did. He said, oh, okay, you're telling me to do this. And he went in and slept with Hagar and she had a child. And then the child ended up fighting with, with, um, when they had their child, he ended up fighting with Isaac later. And, um, now the nations fight. And, you know, it's interesting because Ishmael, mm-hmm. uh, is a child of, 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 uh, Abram, Abraham. Yes. yes and, and Sarah. Uh-huh. But this is where the Saudi Arabians would come from. Yes. So when you see the Saudi Arabians and some of the lower countries in the Middle East, right. You're seeing Ishmael. And you're seeing, you know, Abram's son, Abraham's yeah. son. Yes. Here's the Genesis 16. Uh, you know, Hagar basically, Sarah gets jealous and kicks kicks them out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as they're walking, the angel of the Lord, which I believe is the pre-incarnate Christ, right. says to her, Behold, you are with child and you will bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael mm-hmm. because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man. Mm-hmm. His hand shall be against every man. Yes. And every man hand against him and he shall dwell in the presence of his all his brothers. Yes. And it also promises that he's going to be a very wealthy nation. Yes. And that's what we see today. Definitely. We see that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, as we see this, you know, we're moving into the, he, Abraham has failed a lot of these tests. Yes. But next time I want to talk about the final test of Abraham. Okay. And he passes. Yes, he does. Because I think God has strengthened his faith. Mm-hmm. Through all these little tests, yeah, for the big one, and that will be a good one. Definitely, you want to come back and hear that, and hear the test that Abraham did pass, and see how we can definitely put our faith in the Lord and know that He is not going to let us down. He will never leave us or forsake us. Absolutely. Uh, even when we screw up, mm-hmm. which I do a lot, Me he too. can take our mess, turn to a message for his glory, for our good. Absolutely. All right. So make sure to come back next time and we will continue our discussion of Abram, Abraham. Bye-bye. What do you think?